after the unfortunate event with Onan, then said Judah to Tamar his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house, till Shelah my son be grown up, for he said, Lest he also die, like his brethren. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house, Genesis 38:11. With the kind of thoughts Judah was having you could tell he had no plans to fulfill his promise. Who knows if his plan was to declare Shelah old enough only when Tamar had reached menopause, but factors at play were so much bigger than him. When I read stories like this, I wonder how much of how I got to where I am today was due solely to me, or my efforts. It happened that Judah's wife died some time later, and after mourning her, he decided to go see his sheep shearers in Timnah, which Tamar got to hear about. She disguised herself as a prostitute, and soon got noticed by Judah who negotiated sex with her for the price of, a kid of the goats from the flock, Genesis 38:17. but because Judah didn't have that with him at that moment, he left his signet, cord and staff with her, till he will be able to reclaim it in exchange for his pledge. Their encounter caused Tamar to conceive and as soon as it was brought to the notice of Judah months after, he proposed that she be lynched, until in her defense, she presented evidence indeed that Judah was responsible for the pregnancy. It wasn't like Judah forgot to deliver the goat, rather when his friend whom he'd sent to deliver it, got to her spot, she'd left, and no one knew her nor seen her since when Judah went with her, hence failing to retrieve Judah's things. Judah understanding what had happened proclaimed that she's more righteous than I, since I gave her not to Shelah my son, Genesis 38:26. Now, because we already know this story, including the end of it, we can say that there was a plan that Judah was part of, not only Judah, but one that required Tamar's input. Just like the plan that we are part of today, without knowledge of the future, so it was with Judah, and despite all his effort at putting Tamar out, though interested enough to not want her going out with other men, it was still through him, and Tamar, that the plan, the role they both had to play, came to fore. It is interesting to note that after things were resolved between the duo, Judah we are told did not engage in sexual intercourse with her thereafter. The way someone comes into another's life, play a very significant role, and disappears afterwards, never to be seen or heard from again. That one-off incident, and the product, Perez, whose twin brother is Zerah, would go on to become the forefather of Israel's greatest king, David, the stock from which the Messiah is to come. I'm not by this advocating that we do nothing, and allow destiny play out, since whether we like it or not, we must bow to what is written of us. Rather the direct opposite, of following our pursuits and interests as lawfully as we can, as even the divine plan aren't revealed to us, enough for us to want to either compliment or challenge it. We can talk about Judas because, we know the end of his story hence hindsight is 2020. Even the hindsight might take several generations to make sense, hence the core of my thought for you today. The fact that we live in an individualized world, doesn't mean that the natural flow of things must, and have followed our pattern of living. We still are all interlinked, in fact many of us are recipients of a soul, and in sharing it live our lives to fulfill the purpose of and for that soul. Not until recently did I discover that the world doesn't revolve around me. It was so bad that I hardly thought others but me had independent thought. Once you are not in my immediate sphere of influence, automatically you're inanimate, and I'm sure I wasn't alone in this kind of thinking. I've become humbled enough to know today, that someone I might need for something today has been prepared for the help he'd render to me tomorrow, since yesterday, or even today, and vice versa. You know how so many threads make up tapestry, then like a speck in one of the threads, consider man in the universe, and how his inconsequential daily acts accumulates with that of seven billion others to make the earth look the way it is amongst other component parts of the universe, which also contributes its uniqueness to the multiverse. One of the songs that still gets me mellow is Buju Banton's Destiny, not less Bob Marley's Zimbabwe, in which both of them talked about destiny, and man's desire to rule it. 
many have gotten themselves involved with harmful occultic practices, a few disguised and presented harmlessly as part of orthodox religion, until one gets in and finds not the peace one intended, but utter chaos. This is because with prophecies, you don't get everything, not even 0.0000000000000000001% of it, because many of the things that shape life as we know it are minor and minute happenstances, that many including prophets would pay any attention to. See, how Tamar was to be the one, with Judah to birth Perez, but he goes off to marry Shua's daughter at the onset. Tamar may not have been born at the time this marriage was contracted, but to bring this to bear Tamar came in through Judah's son, Ur as daughter-in-law. Sins had to be committed in order to bring what is written to come to pass, and I know you will find this very controversial, but there is an explanation, more of a hypothesis, to this, which I do not intend to present in this post. An illustration as to how destiny or what some may call the divine plan works, that I find simple and explicit is the one offered by Rabbi Yitzhak Breitowitz in one of his lectures, which is that once something is meant to happen, it will happen, regardless of the willingness of the one or, presence slash availability of the, thing through which it should happen. Once we understand this, not many things or events will alarm us, in fact since knowing this, I become a keen observer of the times, trying to understand why some things occur, though not with much success, and wondering with all the permutations, the likely outcomes, and the divine intention. Most importantly, it has allowed me to stop taking me too seriously, and enjoying life more, without losing sight of what ultimately is my purpose in life, with the contributions I make to my immediate environment in particular, and to humanity in general. Kovic. Picture credit. HTTPS colon slash slash WP dot me slash P31 with KK. Reference. Genesis chapter 38 verse 11 to 30, The Sacred Scriptures, Bethel Edition, An Assemblies of Yahweh Registered, Publication, Copyright 1981, 4th Printing, 1993.